0: Welcome to Story Chats at Inspy Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer. And Tony Shiloh is back with us today to talk about her recent release from Love Inspired, Winning His Trust. Thank you for being here, Tony. Thank you guys for having me again. So we're going to start off, as we often do, by having you tell us about your book.
1: Oh, is that how it's done? It is. That's how it starts.
0: (laughs) Just throw you in the deep end. Go.
2: All right.
1: (laughs) Let's see if I can do this. So Winning His Trust is set in Willow Springs, Arkansas, and it's got two of my favorite people, Jordan Wood and Declan Porter. So Jordan has returned home. Her brother runs the general store in a little tiny home section who they've previously been introduced to in her christmas redemption and um jordan's also kind of running from you know a bad relationship low income you know all the fun things that make you return home (laughs) (laughs) and then she runs into declan porter someone she went to high school with who also is having some financial issues with his business wants to get it you know on the upside of things and they kind of you know (laughs) up <laughs> heads they're not the warmest feeling people towards one another but I also think that's why I love them because they've got great banter in the beginning and then they slowly peel back the layers, and feel you know hey maybe my first impression was entirely the wrong impression so just a little brief snippet of what it's about did that's I really good. actually answer that <laughs> you did no that's perfect okay. that's perfect and I
0: actually Um, it's nice because while they're maybe not like picking at each other, like they're not like hateful to each other for all that they've got banter. And they're not, you know, it's not one of those ones where you're like, if you hate him this much, you should just walk away now. Don't, don't, don't try to, don't try to make something of that. That's not going to happen. Right. And and their memories of each other
3: from high school, oh, there she goes, um, are, (laughs) it's not quite the same as some of what we see in this um, re-meeting later on where, you know, they hadn't been in love. There hadn't been all this teenage angst going on, (laughs) Uh, you know, did they even
0: remember each other was, you know, a little closer. Yes. All right. So um, Valerie, actually, you are on my list first. So you get the first question.
3: (laughs) So they meet again um, when... Uh, Declan and his son come into this general store that um, Jordan is in. Her, her brother runs it now, right, because her parents have passed. Yeah. Um, so he comes in and he asks for her brother, and she's like, hello, you know, what am I chopped liver? Okay, so I'm kind of like projecting a little bit into, into her <laughs> attitude, but she's feeling like everybody's looking down on her. It's all about her brother, but she's here too, right? Um, So Declan wants the Woods family to consider carrying some retail items for his new outdoor adventure business, like camping gear and stuff like that. So I'm a huge fan of camping. Um, We used to do um, lots of tent camping and that when our kids were little, they still think it's the only way to camp, but we're getting old and we think that a trailer is really nice. We like a fridge, we like a bed, a bathroom's all right too. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so I'm really curious about Declan's business model and um, what kind of experience you've had with camping or canoeing or whatever that might've come to play as you fleshed out this adventure guide.
1: Yeah. So my first, my, I guess my first thinking process is I know nothing is what I <laughs> operate from. Even if I've been camping, yeah, I still operate with the, I know nothing because the last time I was camping was pre-kids. So I might as well not know nothing about camping. <laughs> um, so I really, I just Googled um, and researched a bunch of different outdoor adventure places saw what they were doing um and i was like it's simple but also it seems not simple
3: <laughs> like which is gonna... what jordan comes up with as she's trying to help him simple yes. but not <laughs> mm.
1: exactly you think oh i can simply take people out and you know charge them and that's it but there's so much more to it i mean there is you know the legal stuff which kind of made my eyes glaze over um and then of course everyone charges different prices you're like how do you know where to price point so I made all my questions his questions and her <laughs> questions and I'm like we can all learn together <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think that's a fun way to do it because I I catch myself doing that sometimes too with characters is like okay I don't know this so here's your set and here's your set you guys and let me listen right right exactly <laughs> while you duke it out and figure out uh, what you think about this situation and then sometimes I'm like oh that's not what I thought I was going to think about <laughs> this at all <laughs> exactly yes so have you been fishing you been canoeing done all that fun stuff so I've been um kayaking
1: I've been camping I have never fished ever ever um which is funny because I keep putting it in books and so maybe one day I should actually do it um and I've, you know, had some similar camping experiences in the military, but not
3: really camping. Yeah, um,
0: <laughs> a little different.
3: <laughs> yeah. Just a well, little. Here's your standing invitation, Tony. Come visit me sometime. We'll go I camping, with either in a experience. trailer or a tent, <laughs> you are you know, whichever. And uh, we'll go fishing, kayaking.
1: Yes. Tent t- t- camping is awesome. But I think I'm starting to feel like you are, you know, a bed, be nice, facilities.
3: Our kids kind of laugh at us they're like that's not real camping we're like yeah whatever <laughs> we're enjoying that's the outdoors awesome. under our terms so <laughs>
0: that's awesome excellent norell what's your question yeah.
2: it's me I'm up next well I really enjoyed reading this book and I love the outdoors part of the story like I just really enjoy reading CCR set outdoors but my question is um I'm going to start with the opening line in chapter four and this line really took my eye when I was reading and we're in church we're we're in Jordan's point of view and she's thinking did God think Jordan was a failure and that's a pretty sort of big question to be thinking about in church so i thought why don't we talk about what's going on with jordan and what's the context in terms of her spiritual journey for why she's at the beginning of the book thinking that she is potentially failing god that's a great question
1: um i feel i feel like sometimes when you return home for whatever reason there's automatically that I'm a failure mindset obviously I didn't make it out in the real world I had to come home for support Um, whether that's true or not um, I think a lot of us struggle with feeling like a failure Um, I've been in similar situations in the past where I needed additional help and I'm like I'm a grown I'm a grown woman (laughs) and I'm coming to my family for support like this is This is not success. This is not the definition of a success, obviously, I'm my failure. But I took it a step further with Jordan by asking if God thought that, because now it also, not just what she's doing in the physical world, but what is she doing spiritually? Does he look at her and think she's all encompassing a failure in all the ways you can fail? And I wanted her to question where she had been in her faith up until that point um I wasn't imagining her in church back where she was so she's you know returning to church um in the same time as she's returning home so just kind of doing that you know open self-reflection that can lead <laughs> down so many wonderful paths
2: yeah that's a great <laughs> answer <laughs>
3: after four is a is a good place for that too because we've gotten to know them a little bit and now we're like taking a deep dive
0: all right hang on I gotta get my dog out of the room he's like howling so hang on (laughs) I can't can't hear hear him
2: though (laughs) yeah no but I really I really love the spiritual arc in the story I thought that was really well done Yeah. yeah I really appreciated it yeah it was a good
3: part of the package wasn't like the bow on top it was definitely part of the whole thing yeah so, so, so um yeah no yeah <laughs> he's left Dobby's been banished
0: yeah no sorry Dobby like pushed the door open I obviously didn't latch it all the way and then he came in and he had the zoomies and he was just going absolutely insane so I'm like oh go <laughs> Sorry. (laughs) No worries. All right. So it's kind of, it's good because Narelle hit, um, part of the spiritual aspects of this book. And I also am sort of touching on that as well. I loved, um, you had such deep and thoughtful, I thought, approaches in here, um, which we always get from you, but I don't feel like we necessarily always see it in love inspired. So, um, (laughs) So I was I really, really liked it. Um, my question, um, and it touches it dovetails nicely, I think, with Neurals. Everyone in your story is dealing with some sort of abandonment issue. Um, and or multiple, multiple aspects of abandonment in some cases. Right. And um, so what what prompted you to include that? You know, what what sort of gave you that seed of an idea? And is there some message that you're hoping readers? will take from how your characters deal with it. Um that sort of thing. Wow,
1: you guys are going for the great questions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Me, so it's now,
1: just <laughs> Now I realize that the describe your book question was the chill one. The, the softball, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um no, I really do love these questions. So about abandonment. Um it's something I dealt with as a kid. Um, I grew up in a one parent household. So sometimes it's easy for me to give my characters that aspect only because I feel like I can pull um, emotional wise, but I wanted to do different types because I feel like so many people these days deal with different types. Like, I don't know of a single person who hasn't felt abandoned in one way or the other, Um, whether it's actually abandonment or emotional abandonment whatever the case may be Um, and I have since discovered that you know you can find healing in that from God um, because you know that's one of his greatest promises to us that he'll never leave us nor forsake us so we're never alone no matter what our circumstances look like and I think that would be definitely what I would want the readers to realize is that whatever it is they're facing, um, that they're not alone. Even if it feels like they're alone, that there is someone who will listen when no one else will listen or they're tired of listening. Um, All the things that frustrate with you in the earthly world, like God won't frustrate you you spiritually. And so I had fun, um, not fun, but... (laughs)
0: it was so, fun. so bad it was fun <laughs>
1: <laughs> like yeah <laughs> it was just nice seeing the characters like come to those realizations um through the things they had gone through that either they were going to be the person who went and abandoned someone else um or they realized that god was always there yeah excellent all
0: right so we have plenty of time if we want to explore camping some more we didn't we know Valerie camps and and Tony's done some Narelle are you a camper
2: (laughs) well no and that's because I was I still have childhood trauma from camping actually that's probably a complete exaggeration but when you're a kid you sort of blow things into your mind Um, I grew up in Sydney which tends to have quite a wet winter climate at different times and when I was younger I did um, brownies and girl guides and I remember when I was doing girl guides which is the scout part of the scouting movement we had like three camps in a row that were in the torrential rain like pouring pouring rain and they never cancel camps <laughs> and I got to, and I think I got to the third one with all the mud and I'm like I'm just done with this I actually quit girl guides <laughs> completely and I have avoided camping ever since just it's just something it's, it's a nice idea you can go and do that over there but you know I'll take my hotel and I'll take my ensuite and I'll take my luxuries <laughs> and I just haven't changed my mind on that I'm just really not a fan of camping so yes <laughs> for, for all that you're
3: talking about how much you like books that are set in the great outdoors that's end. Yeah. you actually want to be there yourself
2: Yes. It. But <laughs> it's true. It's true. But I just don't want the discomfort of having to roll over and there's a rock under your back and snakes. I mean, I just, just I mean, I just don't want to see a surprise snake okay me, me so either. you don't remember this yeah. we're in australia yeah so uh, snakes are a, are a definite thing here and i don't want to come across a surprise snake um so i, don't, there's all I these... don't want to come across a surprise
3: or not surprise yeah, right?
2: yeah, yeah. me either. okay that's legit yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah so there are some unique um things about australia as well although i must admit i used to see snakes around our house when i was growing up it wasn't when i was camping so yeah or when i was at school there used to be snakes and be where the bikes were parked and yeah (laughs) but yeah so that would be a turn off for me
0: how about you Beth um I grew up camping that was um I grew up camping and um my husband and I camped a little when we were first married when I was younger and more resilient (laughs) um he goes now camping with the boys and I've been very excited that our trail life troop has made all the campouts father son only So, um, so moms and siblings can't come and that has not broken my heart. Yeah, I know. Darn, (laughs) darn. Um, I might enjoy trailer camping because I do enjoy hiking and being out in nature. I just don't enjoy sleeping on the ground on a rock. Yeah, Yeah. that's yeah. And I don't love outhouses uh, or finding a convenient tree. I don't, I don't like that aspect of it either. So I think I could do a slightly posher version of camping with Valerie's trailer. But um it's big enough. Yeah, yeah I'm home. not I'm not a
2: not a tent camper anymore. I'd mm-hmm. go glamping. We yeah. do you have is glamping a thing? Yes. The, yeah. Yeah I would do that because that's slightly more upmarket. Yeah. You're not on the ground too close to creepy crawlies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can yeah. we talk about the little boy and Tony's story?
3: <laughs> yes.
1: Of
0: course. Of course. So,
3: he is so stinking cute
1: I loved River and I actually thought about my boys a little bit when I was creating his character I mean it's so easy when you have children kind of sprinkle them in even though they say I'm not supposed to do that but <laughs> I have a dinosaur loving kid and he was all about the stuffed animals and collecting them all in every kind of dinosaur form they came in so that was one thing I kind of threw in there um, a little bit with River, but um, I think I wanted him to be um that little part that brought them a little closer together and mm-hmm. helped them put down their um, preconceived notions a little quicker. Um, but also, you know, give a little comedic relief as kids can do from time to time. <laughs>
3: yeah, right. Because Declan's yeah. all about we can't afford that dinosaur but he doesn't Mm -hmm. want to say that out loud in front of Jordan because it's not really that expensive but his but he's actually that pinched and so so then when she's like oh here and he's like ah no (laughs) I can't do this it was uh I could feel for that for for both sides she's just trying to help
1: right exactly
3: (laughs) (laughs) So that's in chapter one. So like, yes, people, this but it's not a big spoiler here. No,
0: yeah, definitely. No,
3: he's fabulous. Yes,
2: how old? And he's is five he? years old. He's oh, five. And I was going to say, is he yes. five? We have a yes. thing about five year olds on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're And when I favorites. read, yeah, when I read that, we have a dinosaur museum in Canberra where I live, and I thought, oh, River would love the dinosaur museum. <laughs> <laughs> so would <with> my kid. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
3: We're, we're taking our grandgirls this summer to the Dinosaur Museum in Drumheller, Alberta. Oh, so they have <clears> never <throat> been, and they are will be 6, 11, 11, and 13, so fun. no
0: five-year-old. Oh, but, I know. <laughs> that
1: ship has sailed with me as well.
0: <laughs> I have a dinosaur boy as well, so yeah. he. We had a okay. brachiosaurus on our math paper today, and... We talked about the brachiosaurus a lot more than the math um so, so like nice. fractions you need to do the fractions and then we we'll talk about the brachiosaurus gee mom you are no fun at all i know, I know. <laughs> he does not love the fractions the way that i do but the dinosaurs you can learn Just a lot about
3: fractions can you yeah. learn i'm sure you can.
0: not not really with dinosaurs, dinosaurs you don't no.
3: have fractional dinosaurs sadly yeah, yeah. you could make them I'm sure I'm sure you could do this make units on dinosaurs in Probably. everything social studies they're interrelate interrelationships no I'm never mind
0: I'm done okay okay should we do a quick this or that yeah um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah why, Tony? why not <laughs> Tony's like no <laughs>
1: <laughs> no I'm good with it <laughs> okay
0: phew all right Valerie you're first kayaking or horseback riding
1: kayaking am
0: I next yeah I'd be horseback really kayaking why
1: I love the water and it's funny because I'm terrified of the water at the same time like I can't swim so yeah I don't want to go in it but kayaking is so so relaxing Mm -hmm. get to see the water it's beautiful and even though I like horses I keep imagining that I would eventually get sore and hot and tired um and there's not pretty scenery okay
2: all right, <laughs> all right. All right. Narelle? Um, you know what I always go blank when we have these questions <laughs> thinking, what will I ask
0: it would it would um, help if I like mentioned it ahead of time
2: that we were going to do it instead of just springing it on it would help and then Valerie picked my my what I would go with first (laughs) so I'm gonna I'm gonna go somewhere different I'm gonna say enemies to love as a romance trope or friends to more
1: definitely enemies to more. (laughs)
2: it's a lot of scope
3: there isn't there
1: (laughs) yes I love the banter aspect um of it I feel like it's more it allows for the story to move faster um not only that but a lot of times they're enemies because they're judgmental and so i like to you know remove the log out of their eyes and help them with that
0: <laughs> beat them with some holes in that big <laughs>
3: balloon in front of them
1: yeah exactly
3: And friends to more is a really hard one to pull off i think i think i'm with you
1: yeah because sometimes it's the angst of will they be friends and Let what's ruined their like, friendship the
3: last 10 years
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay fair fair all right so I guess I will do um <clears throat> camping or
1: luxury spa <clears throat> Camping or luxury uh, spa? Mm-hmm. Um, I to
3: like a spa. She's yeah. like, is this even a question?
0: <laughs> well, Valerie would pick camping, so I don't know. I guess
3: like, it depends on the definition of camping, right? If we're talking, Not you know. No, like
0: tank, tank camping.
3: Yeah, definitely the spa. Okay. I'm definitely the spa. <laughs> I probably would be as well, just because okay. my bones would be creaky and my back would be out and... Yeah, it would just not be nice for anyone around me as well.
0: As, you know. <laughs> all right, all right. Now we're going to have you back laughing. again in August. Um, did you yeah, know that? I, I think you knew that.
1: <laughs> I, I think I did, but I forgot,
0: yeah. so it feels like a surprise. So I'm happy. now. That's that's a rom com. Is that correct? Yes. Is it a rom? Yes. Okay. Very good. What do you have? Anything in between there that we're missing? Um. Mm-hmm.
1: I have a uh, short novella and an anthology coming out in April. Okay,
0: cool. Excellent.
1: But then yeah, August is it?
0: <laughs> Excellent. What is the um anthology called? Royal, royal the title yet. Yes. What is it? Sorry. Royal? Oh, it's Royal. Excellent. Okay. Will it be mm-hmm. tied to um your search for a prince in search of a prince?
1: Yes, it's um tells a secondary characters story from to win a prince
2: oh which character? (laughs) Uh Uh Uh, one
1: of the bible study characters
2: (laughs)
0: oh fun okay Okay. yeah cool excellent that'll be exciting now i want the anthology so that's that's cool (laughs) you can (laughs) be marketing yeah
2: yeah
0: excellent all right do you have anything about winning his trust that you wish that we had hit on or given you an opportunity to say
1: I mean, no, I think you guys went in a great direction. It was great questions. All
0: awesome. Well, um, remind everyone your website and where they can find you.
1: Sure. You can find me at com, where all my social medias links are present. So you can pick the social
0: media to stalk me on. Excellent. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I think that's, I think we're good. We're probably good. We're at we're at time we're good like right. so if you have questions for tony about winning his trust she might pop back for a week or so um to say hi if you want it is a fabulous book it is from love inspired and you should read it um so thank you for joining us today at story chats we um would love to know what you thought and um you can leave us a comment on our facebook page or the youtube channel and, uh, you will find information about the podcast at inspromance.com slash story chats. So, um, we'll see you again next week. And in the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye. Bye.